<laughs> what up, y'all? It's your boy BTG Overrun with BTG. I just finished getting off the phone with. Be honest, that's uh, that's my producer, my executive producer, uh, uh, and 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 the head honcho over there, over at at the Rare Science Network. Listen, we've been having this basketball debate amongst the uh, network colleagues. You know what I mean, and and we all hoop before, and you know different levels, and it doesn't really matter if you hoop, you hoop. Um, first of all, I said I would drag all them niggas or whatever, and we just finished talking on the phone, so you know I don't know how it would work. Well, I do know how it would end. First of all, Bianca said one of the coldest things ever because we was talking about working out and and um and having um. What do you call it? Uh, self-motivation to get out there and work out. Even if you have the tools, the resources, the equipment to work out at home, but you just got to have that motivation. And I asked him, I said, are you driven by competition? And he said, no. And I, cause I was like, you know, if a cat tell me that he could do this better than me or he could, he could reach this goal faster than me, then that will, that would drive me to, to do better. And he said, <laughs> He said, no, I don't feel that way because I know I'm already better than them. <laughs> hey, that's what it, you need that type of energy. You need that type of energy when it comes to working out. I think you just need that type of energy in general in life. You know what I mean? And you know who I think thinks that way? I think Dame thinks that way. He just dropped uh, 51. He just dropped 51, and you know what? And it came off of the tail end of that bullshit that PG-13 and, and Pat Bev did. They had, they got the Twitter fingers. And, but you know what? I think PG did it out of, I think he did it out of, uh, um, just a, a joking type of way. And, uh, and Pat Bev too. This is one thing about Pat Bev. I don't think Pat Bev has elite defense. I think Pat Bev has elite I will bother you. <laughs> but I, it's not saying that he can't play defense, but when you talk about Pat Bev, the first thing that you're going to bring up is his defense. You know what I mean? He's a great role player. He's going to, and he's going to get dirty. He's going to get down in the ground. He's going, he's going to take those charges. He's going to try to ruffle your feathers, get under your skin, et cetera. That's the bulk of his defense. That run, glide, run is suspect. You know what I'm saying, but it's not too many players that can stay, that can stay in front of these guards anyway. So I can't take that away from them. But for them to sit up there and go at Dame because uh, you know the the Clippers ended up edging Portland uh, uh, a game ago or two games ago or whatever, and and then you know they 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 wanted to troll a little bit. But but Dame is Dame is to me, man. Dame, Dame needs a ring. Cause I think Dame, he has the, he has the attitude. He has the, the leadership of a Hall of Fame point guard already. Now, for all you cats that don't like Dame or just hating on Dame or just don't like me, I'm not saying Dame is a Hall of Fame player right now. What I'm saying is he has that attitude. He has that leadership. He has that, that it factor. He has it. You know what I'm saying? He has proven it. I don't hold nothing against him. When he got, when they got swept by the Pelicans, I didn't hold that against him. You know what I mean? Because your favorite player either never made it to the Western Conference Finals, never made it to the finals, or at one point, them niggas got, I'm maybe not even swept, but them niggas got eliminated from the playoffs. Everybody had their lows. 
Everybody had their lows. I don't think it'd get any worse than what happened. You know what I'm saying? They went up against, he went up against uh, a two-headed point guard monster with the Pelicans and they had AD. You know what I mean? So they had a solid squad over there. Um, and at the same time, Dame holds it down. A much love to CJ. You know what I'm saying? Because that one-two combo, even though we have said in the past that they might need to blow that up because it don't seem like they can get it done with just them two. Now they have an all-around great squad. They got two great, they have a backcourt that's phenomenal. Um, they got, I would say, a reliable wing set. You know what I'm saying? And they got some respectable bigs. Not, I wouldn't say, you know, white side is whatever. You know what I'm saying? He can show up. He can show up. I ain't going to say when he wants to. I think it's just, I'll call it the J.R. Smith effect. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of those things where, when he's on, he's on. He's a great big. But if he's off, then he's just a pedestrian. You know what I mean? He's just out there with a lot of talent, but not utilizing it right and not stepping up when he needs to. Um, but at the same time, that Portland squad overall, and I'm going to segue into Portland in general, not just Dame, but that's a dangerous squad. And I get it. You know what I mean? And, and Portland, if you, and I'm a Lakers fan. If you paid attention, everybody seems to pay attention to my Lakers. Um, we've always had issues with Portland. Portland has all, they, Portland has had a journey since what damn near the nineties. They, they had solid teams. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know about the early 2000s squad, the jailblazers, solid team. Shout out to Bonzi Wells. You know what I'm saying? Sabonis. Sabonis is, is one of my secret, like, Bigs, like, you know what I'm saying? In my top bigs, you know? Um, not top five, but he's up there though. He up there. If I had to do, if I had to do a top 10, I think, I think Sabonis would be in my top 10. That nigga was nice, man. Like, he was a, he was a, he was a, he was a point guard. <laughs> he could shoot the three ball and he could facilitate his ass off. Now, of course, he was big and he was slow, but I'm pretty sure if he was a couple of inches shorter, uh, maybe a hundred pounds, um, uh, less and that nigga would be a tall last point guard. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we've always had problems with Portland. So which leads me to think that this is going to be the worst matchup for Portland. I think we can edge them at the same time. I think, I think this Portland team is good enough to beat, um, uh, these, uh, LA squads. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Now, I think, I think Dame would love to, he would love to beat the Lakers because of the franchise, of, uh, of our history, the nostalgia of our team. I, he would probably get more, how can I put this? He would probably get more of a national look, a national praise, rather, um, or attention if he was to, uh, if he was to handle the Lakers. But I personally want to see the Clippers. And it's not because I, you know, hate the Clippers or whatever, but it's because of the latest, you know, interaction between him, Pat Bev, and PG-13. And I think it's a setup, though. I think they went off of the W, of course, and they wanted to pick at him. But I also think they're smart enough to know that Portland has a huge, and right now they're tied with Memphis for the eighth seed. I think Memphis has a tiebreaker and Memphis, Memphis got to win out. Memphis has to win out in order to stay there. Uh, and that's, and that's a better, that's a better matchup for us, uh, to have a bye. <laughs> 
playing Memphis, uh, even though we'll have a rough time with John Morant, um, but they don't have their other killer over there. So handling them two guards in Portland is going to be tough. Now, they do have Melo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Melo. Melo will always be one of my top uh, small fours of all time. Killer. You know what I mean? At the same time, Melo not playing no defense. Bron is barely playing defense, but more defense than Melo. I don't think Melo going to be able to hold Bron like that. Not like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and unless unless they're going to rotate, and I don't think they will because they have enough bigs over there, um, it's going to be an issue. It's going to be an issue. Um, but what's interesting is we do play Portland. If we do bump into Portland, I want to see how they're going to run that offense. I mean, I know it's going to start with the two guards, but I want to see how they're going to implement Nurkic and Melo. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's only one ball. And you already know what our offense over here is is we're we're going to feed AD. So it's basically going to be the inside out. I'm not sure what Bron is going to do, but I know we're going to feed AD. DG3 is going to be very important. All our all all of our players are going to be important because we got to be able to knock down shots. We're the worst shooting team in a bubble currently right now. So that needs to step up. And right now they have the best point guard in the bubble right now. Besides Luke, oh my god. Did y'all see what Luka did to uh Matt? <laughs> oh my god. Hey, we need a we need a bubble. I need to say this right now, and it's probably going to be next week episode. And I got to find somebody to record with. I need a, a, a NBA bubble All Star team, and I don't want to break it down to East and West. I want to do first team and second team. I want to do. Uh, I might do that. I could do first team and second team All NBA bubble. Let me write that shit down right now. Um. Anyhow, let's get back to it. So my thing is, am I a little concerned about bumping into Portland? Yes. At the same time, no. Why? Because, bro, the West has been on fire for a while. You know what I mean? The West has been the West since fucking Houston won. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's how long the West has been. The West ain't never really had a down year. You know? Um Just a little bit, a little bit concerned is, is we, we got to go through a goddamn gauntlet. You, you know what I mean? Like there's no other than Utah. I think Utah is frauds. You know, I don't think I don't know a team in the in the West that Utah would give problems, you know, right now. <clears throat> I think, you know, even if uh, the Kings or the, they, they was to play the Kings or the Suns or something like that. Like, I think the I think Phoenix to give them a, a run for their money. The Kings are scrappy. You know, shout out to Luke. Hey, hey, Deb, shout out to, shout out to Luke. But no, nah, man, I'm, I'm not afraid of Utah. And I said that in the beginning of the, you know, when they got Conley over there, everybody was in high praise of Utah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have a, a stellar backcourt with Spider and Conley. And it's like, no, because outside of Spider, and I respect Conley and I respect his career a lot. And I wanted Conley over here in the Lakers jersey. Um, they don't have anything else. They got Mr. English over there, and they got Rudy over there. Rudy ain't gonna be there after this. And whoever they go up against after they ask get swept, that's it, man. They're gonna blow that team up. There's a lot of teams in the West that that might be making moves. You know what I'm saying? Utah, OKC, after everything is all said and done and, and the dust settles, I think we're gonna see a lot of players going to different places in the West. 
Um, and shout out to Draymond Green. I mean, I know he just got fined with uh, 50K for somewhat tampering. And I, could, I you can consider it tampering, but I'm not sure how they would do with um with with three guard. Well, I mean, Clay can play the two and the three, but um having those three guards, they I mean they could do another OKC, you know, and have three guards over there and having Booker. Oh my God, I would love. I ain't gonna even lie. I'm not gonna hold you. I would love to see Booker in a Laker uniform, but my God, if he went over there to uh to the Bay Area for the Warriors. Oh my lord, that would be fucking. That's 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 lights out over there. That's that's I'm tuning into that. You know what I mean? Uh, we we keep forgetting about the Warriors, but I think they're going to be back in playoff contention form next year, uh, next season. And if not next season, then the season after. But I think they're going to get their shit together. I respect her as a coach. Um, of course, you know I, I I fucks with Steph and Clay. And um, I, I like Draymond. I, I got to see them rebuild, though. I got to see them rebuild after KD. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on Portland meeting the Lakers. But I would I would prefer, even though I think Memphis would be a little bit scrappy. You know what I mean? Because they got a reason to fight. You know what I mean? Because they they're fighting to stay in the A spot, and then once they get there, it could be one of those moments where. Um, they fought so hard to to stay in that eighth spot, and then you run up against the Lakers and get beat down. You know um, that could happen. That could happen, and we probably won't even. It probably be you know, it probably won't even be a full sweep though. It probably wouldn't be a four zero sweep. We might get them four games to four games to one. You know, they might sneak one in, but um, we'll see. We'll see. But watch out for them goddamn Dallas Mavericks though. I like Dallas. I really do like I, I do I really do like Dallas. I would prefer I did write down my dream matchups for the playoffs in the bubble. I would like to see the Clippers versus Dane, like I just said. I would like to see the Lakers versus the Pelicans, so we can go up against our our, our three youngsters that we sent we we sent over there. Uh, of course, Drew Holiday is from L.A., so that would be it. Would just be dope all the way around. Um, Zion, you know they, they still giving them twenty minutes a game. Look, that's y'all that Duke. Y'all, y'all Duke fans out there, that's y'all Lord and Savior. And you know what? I'm more on Zion's side than I'm in, than I'm on the franchise side. And they've been, uh, they've been eliminated. So it's, it, they, they won't be able to, uh, fight for that eighth spot anymore. But at the same time, it's like, if y'all did make it, like, y'all not gonna play him no more than 20, 25 minutes. And even if y'all did play him more than that, then just y'all pushing it. Let that boy heal. You have to. And I understand that. He he, you know, he's he's part of y'all marketing scheme or whatever. But look, they're not having no fans in no goddamn buildings right now. It's all about the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Viewership is going to go down. I can I understand that, and that's more. That's not just because of, um, you know, we're used to watching it. You know, on certain channels or. Um, you know, the, some people may not agree with the, uh, the setup with the bubble and shit like that. No, you know, a lot of people are dealing with foreclosures and, and unemployment and shit like that. And the last thing that they want to be worried about is, you know, basketball bubble. You know, you feel me? So, um, you know, I, I understand that, but you know, he's always going to like save him until you, you probably should just save him, put him up in the freezer until, Cats is ready to go back to the arena. Truth be told, I mean, or at least until he's fully, uh, I, I would say fully 
healthy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, it's obvious, it's obvious that he has to lose a little bit of weight. You know, he has a lot of, he got a lot of weight on those knees, man. And once your knees go, your ankles go, bro, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to be, get back to who, who you were or who you need to be. You know what I'm saying? And he plays above the rim. And without them knees, you're not getting above that rim. But that's still a, a, a dream matchup in the playoffs, though, is to play them because it's to play against the youngsters that we gave, that we gave up. And plus AD playing against his former team and the cat that, you know, quote unquote replaced him. Uh, I would love to see Toronto and Boston. I think that's the most even matchup in the East right now. I don't really care for Milwaukee, um, at all, but I would like to see Milwaukee and Miami. I would love to see that. You know what I'm saying? That's a great matchup. I think Jimmy Butler would go down swinging. Um, and I can even tell you if Milwaukee would edge them because right, right now Milwaukee hasn't been looking like a championship contender. They've been looking like a, a, a pedestrian Eastern Conference team at best. You know what I mean? That's no disrespect, but the East hasn't been, you know, the East hasn't been respectable since Marbury played an all-star game. Truth be told. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, a lot of these cats got their chips on Milwaukee, and that's because how trash the, the East is. But I'm looking at the East, man, and they got three solid teams. You know, shout out to Ben Simmons, man. I hope you got, you know, recover soon. But they just talk, they just took a big loss over there in Philly, and they was trash before he left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was trash before he left. And by losing that, and you talk about a cat that could play three or four positions. You know, um, now how well are, how well he could play at those positions? That's a whole totally different argument, a whole totally different show. But he has the height and he has the skill set to play, uh, four different positions. And their, their coach just couldn't figure it out. Uh, is, 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 is going to be on MD to, to, uh, to anchor the ship this time. They got a solid supporting cast, um, but we just got to see if they're really ready to step up. They don't. They don't. They only have one star player over there, you know. And it's hard to get it done with just one star player. Uh, then again, it is the East. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Indy, though. Let me tell you. First of all, T.J. Warren. Shout out to the Wolfpack. Like, <sighs> I'm, look, I'm not gonna say that I'm sold on him in a bubble. Everybody, this the bubble was created so we can get basketball back, but it meant and it means a lot to those cats who may not get a lot of playing time in the arena. Um, also, you know, Oladipo, you know what I'm saying, was out, still out, you know, so that gave him the green light to just go off. They don't really have anybody over there. They really don't. You know what I'm saying? Now, am I surprised? Yes. And I'm surprised that he went off and he's keeping it consistent because he just went off against my Lakers. I think he had, what, about 36, 39 or some shit like that? Knocking that down. And his release is kind of funky. Like, the way he gets off, but the nigga is shooting, he out there like, he out there like he the second coming of Steph Curry. Like, real talk, the nigga out there getting buckets. You know what I'm saying? Like, really out there getting bucks, and you got to respect it. I I got to respect it. And I know Cash was saying, after the third game, he was saying he's the MVP of the bubble. But I'm like, yo, my nigga, he only played three games. I'm like, chill, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Chill. But I'm seeing him being consistent through five games, and it's like, yo, this shit is crazy. You know, I think his lowest, 
His lowest at, uh, his lowest points was uh, like 16, I think. 16 or 18 points or some shit like that. Everything else is the nigga dropped 50. He dry, he in the 30s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that nigga is killing, man. And and he went to work on us. We're playing sloppy right now. And again, it was I, was that the game without was that the game? No, we played Houston. We played Houston without Braun. Um and we let that game get out of hand late, late in the second half. They didn't have Russ though. Um So we're gonna see. We're gonna see. But my like uh, uh, my other dream matchup in the playoffs is um I would like to see uh OKC in Houston. And for the same reasons as I would like to see the Lakers and the Pelicans, is because of swap of players. You know what I'm saying? So I would love to see that. And um and yeah. Yeah. Uh the, the we got the playoffs coming. The playoffs will be here very, very soon. What is the 17th that we that we start the playoffs, the first round? So um, I'm pushing for, I will say this. Shout out to Dame, man. Get the niggas to the playoffs. If not, I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm not going to hold it against them. But I would also like to see John Morant. If we get John Morant in the playoffs as a rookie, that's that says a lot about him. You know, well, that says a lot about the coach. That says says a lot about that roster. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, shout out to Memphis, man. Shout out, yo, shout out to the West in general, man. The East is, the East is almost getting there. I think with it changing, you know, like you see the Nets. The Nets almost blew a goddamn. The, the Nets blew the biggest lead against the Clippers, but they edged them out though. So they beat the Clippers. I think the Clippers is, yo, I think the Clippers is doing some slick shit. So they setting off Dame. So that nigga could go off and play against us, give us issues, and then they're losing on purpose so they can end up playing Utahs <laughs> or some shit like that. Like, them niggas is trying to tank in the bubble. I'm watching you niggas, man. But for real, though, um, I think the Clippers is pretty much going to be on cruise control from here on out. You know, they don't have anything to play for. They, you, I mean, playing for second is not really saying much because you're just going to end up playing a better team, actually. Like, I think Cats is one, they want to play against Utah first because Dallas is a problem. You know, Dallas is a problem. OKC is going to be an issue. Um, of course, Houston, in Houston is the third best Western team we got. They're going to cause some, some, some problems. So niggas is going to try to dodge that hard first round matchup. And I think the Clippers is going to try to do that. Uh, we can't, there's no, we ain't in avoiding it. We stuck in first, which means we got to wait to see what's going to happen with Memphis. You also got San Antonio. So shout out to Pop. I would rather play, if I had to put it in order, if I wanted the easy breezy, beautiful cover girl matchup, I would go San Antonio. Memphis and then Portland. You know what I'm saying? So a shout out to Pop. Pop is always gonna be Pop. And if he can get his winning streak, uh his playoff streak to continue to to go, even though he about to get smacked, uh, we'll take that. We'll take that. But he he has zero inside presence. Zero. You know what I'm saying? And he got a lot of guard play over there. Shout out to Lonnie Walker. Finally cut that shit off. Um but yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's where we at right now. So the playoffs is coming up, and that first round is going to be very important. Again, no crowd. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
So we're going to see how this shit works out. I think the bubble really benefits players that might buckle under pressure in, in pressure moments in, in certain arenas, you know. Uh, but also at the same time, when you look at my Lakers, we are a team that thrive off, off of our, uh, off of our fans inside that Staples Center. When we get shit rolling, like Kuz, Caruso, all these cats, they feed off of that shit. And, and right now, they not, they, they not finding the rhythm. They not finding the rhythm. It's the regular season still, and we got about two or three more games left. So it's, it's not a good time to just not put in max effort. At the same time, you really don't have to go out there and give 100% because you already got the number one seed locked up, and you don't want to get an injury. That's what I'm saying. I, I am the one that say sit these niggas. I don't really care about the losses, you know what I'm saying, as long as we look good in the loss. Um, yeah, so let's see what's going to happen, man. Let's see what's going to happen. Um, over there in the East, hmm, we're going to see. We're going to see. But... um. Like I said, shout out to TJ Warren, shout out to Dame. I think both of them are, you know, in, I would say, in a running for the bubble MVP <laughs> between those two. And I think it should be like just a one-off award just this year to get that. Since shit is so different, like somebody should win the most invi- most valuable player inside the bubble. Um well, we'll see, though. We'll see, though. But I'm definitely going to do my first team versus second team all-bubble team. Got to do that. I might have to do that with somebody. I might have to call one of the big dogs up for this one. Shout out to y'all, though. Overrun with BTG. Hit me up, man. I forgot my Google number, but I, I'll take some voicemails. I'll take some more slander. Deb, I need my boy Deb to call in. We had a great Twitter debate last night or whatever about Luke, and he said it's pretty much... pretty much shows that Luke doesn't need to be a, a head coach right now. I disagree. And I agree at the same time. Why do I agree with my boy Dev? Shout out to Dev. That's my Chicago native right there. My Chicago one right there. And he a boxer too. He'll put them paws on you. Um, I agree because um, he does have a problem with his rotation. You know what I mean? He does have a problem with his development, right, of the players. At the same time, to develop a player is much harder than we think. The rotation, you can figure that shit out. You can figure that out in the season, during the season. You can figure it out, and it also depends on what roster you have. That's where I disagree. I disagree that he should be fired or not given another chance because of his roster rotation. Developing a player is very important. I will give Dev that. You one up on that one or whatever. He did send a clip uh, when Sack was, what, down three, and they was playing against Toronto. I think it was in a regular, well, most likely it was in a regular season. And you can hear a player saying, you know, he was yelling, put Buddy Hill in. He's a three-point champion. Like, put that nigga in. He's an all-three-point world shooter. Like, put him in. Um, and again, I... If that's the case where he just ignored it, it was some ego type shit, then that's what he needs to learn how to coach a little bit better. At the same time, we can't continue to fire these coaches after one or two seasons. You know what I mean? Like, and to me, this is the thing. Who are you going to replace these guys with? And, and again, if you want to go the black route, I get you. Cause there's a lot of black, old and younger cats that's on the bench. Shaw, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they, they need an opportunity to coach, right? And I get that. If you're coming from that standpoint, a thousand percent. A lot of these college coaches don't want to move up because 
they know they're not going to be able to keep their job that long if they don't hit. Shout out to OKC because they actually set with this nigga, Donovan. But at the same time, he inherited a hell of a squad. Well, not a hell of a squad, but some hell of a players. Some Hall of Fame players he inherited, right? Luke never had that chance. He only got to uh, coach Braun, you know, once. You know what I'm saying? And he's been coaching the AAU team for a minute. And that's not going to get it because all these AAU players that we had on the squad that are now gone, they are considered role players on a, a less talented team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, if I'm not, Zubak is the only guy that'd be, that'd be in the playoffs. Whereas the Pelicans got our other three cats. They won't be in the playoffs this year. Very close, but they won't be in the playoffs this year. You know what I mean? So, and again, this goes back to Dev's point, though, the development. At the same time, bro, like, he's still a young coach. You got to give this nigga time. And again, I do trust players. I do trust former players to coach. That's the one thing that I do like. Just like when they become analysts. It's not all of them. <laughs> not all these niggas can get behind that desk and talk that, talk that shit. But they do have insight. You know what I mean? Shout out to the knuckleheads. Q, you know what I'm saying, um, and and and, and D Miles, but a lot of these players can't get behind the desk and talk that sports shit, and a lot of these sports players can't go back and coach. But at the same time, I think Luke has it. Now I think he would be a better college player. Don't get me wrong. I think he would be a phenomenal college player, and he's proven to be a great assistant. You know what I'm saying? Because we've seen what he did over there in Golden State. And a lot of cats would be great assistants. Like, I think Jay Kidd is a great assistant. You know what I'm saying? We got Hollins over there. He's a great assistant. But I also think these cats need the opportunity to be a head coach. And you got to get these cats at least three years to overturn that roster because that might not be the roster that he likes or he wants. And another thing is the destination. Dev, ain't nobody going to Sacramento to play. Move them niggas to Seattle. It's too many teams in California as it is. As is. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix, you might have action. Phoenix is a cool place to play. Um, Atlanta, that should be a cool place to play. That's, that's black America right there. Next to DC, that's where all the chocolate is at. But at the same time, man, like it's certain places that niggas just don't want to play. You know what I'm saying? That's why you ain't got no top tier cats. I mean, besides Spider, but you ain't got top tier niggas over there in Utah. You just don't. And then niggas end up in, in Boston because it is closer. Boston is closer to, to, to some of the other major cities like New York and Chicago and not too far from Miami. You know what I mean? But niggas ain't, niggas ain't rushing to get to certain destinations. They just not. And with, with Sacramento, it's just, they, they just had a hard time because they had to keep flipping these goddamn first round picks. They had some, they had some names over there. At one at one time, they had Boogie Cousins. They had Isaiah Thomas. Like they had niggas over there. Remember they had Ben McLemore. You know what I'm saying? He was supposed to have been promising, you know? So it's like, it's, it's rough. I can't always put it on the coast. Sometimes you got to look at the front office. That's what I'm saying. And he understands that being a Chicago Bulls fan, like, they front office is just not doing it right now. Sometimes you got to clean a whole slate, and and it's not always on the coach. Because sometimes, I mean, you look what's going over there in New York. Like, you just throw some pieces over there. Man. You, you're asking for some of these coaches to be perfect with a terrible roster, with a terrible hand, and it's just not going to work out. I'm not, I'm not advocating for him because – I have no reason to. He went to Arizona. 
You know what I'm saying? He played with, didn't he play with Bron? Or I mean, I know he played with us, but did he? No, he came in at the same time as Bron. That's what it was. Um, I, I have no reason to fight for Luke. <laughs> that I think about it, I just don't. But I also think like you got to give these niggas a chance. Now there, I agree again. I think there are coaches out there like Philly coach, like y'all coach in Chicago. Them niggas need to go. They just need to go. The players are not responding to them at all. But I didn't hear too many, I haven't heard too many rumblings about players not liking Luke. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the case, then you got to let this nigga cook. You know what I'm saying? Then after you let this nigga cook, get this, give this nigga a solid three years, but at least give this nigga a franchise player. This nigga got De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hield, and what? that's it. That's it, Bandanovich. I think that's his last name. You got the. I, I'm, I'm not sure if he's Russian. He just he got a Russian like type name, and he looks Russian. He looks like he's part of the Russian mafia. And I was going to trade Kuz for him uh, earlier this year, but that's it, bro. He has no marquee names over there besides Darren Fox, and that's it. And that's like that's all you got. Darren Fox ain't gonna get the shit done not by himself. So I get it though. I get it though, but if you if you tell me you you have a replacement for him that's going to come in and fix shit, then let me know. If not, let that nigga sit there and cook. Let him sit there and cook. And why are we worried about him anyway? I I know part of the reason is because he was a Laker. He was a Laker coach. But when you look at all these other teams that's trash, we're not talking about these other coaches. You know what I'm saying? The only reason why we talk about the Bulls coach is because that nigga really need to go. And them players, y'all star player, really don't like that nigga. Zach Levine really doesn't like that nigga at all or whatever. And he might need to go. He he pretty much needs to go. Um, but at the same time, y'all got to replace him. And if there's some candidates out there, then all right. If y'all want Mark Jackson or y'all want Jason Kidd, uh, Lionel Hollins, then uh, all right. Well, then we need to see those interviews. But outside outside of that, nigga, if y'all ain't got nobody to hire, then what's the point of that? What's the point of y'all firing a coach if y'all ain't got nobody to hire? Yeah. We'll figure it out. Shout out to my boy Dev, though. He made a great point. Uh, he's also a part of, according to sources, um, that's like a that's like a, a a brother podcast to me. They talk some good shit over there. Most of the, most of the content will be about the Bulls, but they will touch on everything else. Uh, they're split between the the Packers and the, and and the and the Bears, so that's also interesting. And then I'm pretty sure there's some Sox and some Cub fans over there, some shit like that. They Chicagoed up over there. Um, oh no, uh, Dev is a Yankee fan. My bad. Dev is definitely a Yankee fan, so that's interesting. But shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Dre. I might have to hit Dre up for that first and second team, all bubble team. And uh, that's it. Open run with BTG. I will see y'all next week.